Welcome to the iGemmers of the World podcast, and thank you for taking the time to talk with us. Would you like to introduce yourself to our audience? My name is Malik George. I'm currently a junior, class of 2022 at MIT. I study biological engineering as well as African diaspora studies. I'm originally from New Jersey, and I like, I don't know, playing video games, board games, and hanging out with friends. How about we start about what got you interested in biology and maybe even specifically synthetic biology? I actually pinpoint this. So in sixth grade, uh, I think it was the first time I actually learned about just biology as a field. I just remember the one experiment, the one like transformation experiment where it talked about how all insulin is now like made in bacteria. And that one concept was like fascinating to me that you could take like bacteria, which, you know, we always associate with like disease and bad things. You can actually make it make something that helps people. And then as I went forward and my education, I eventually came across synthetic biology, which, you know, to my understanding was a field of biology all about, you know, reprogramming, you know, biological systems to, to do things, to do new things. And that really, that really resonated with me. And so I've been pursuing that uh, ever since. How did you then find out about iGEM at MIT and like what made you decide to join? Did you like think about synthetic biology when you first came to MIT? What were some other like subjects that you might have been interested in? I know I want to do either synthetic biology or like genetic engineering, something around there. I remember during uh, the preview campus weekend that we had, what the alum that was at our table, she had actually did iGEM, I think years prior. And so when I got onto campus as a freshman, I loosely remembered it and I looked it up. I think at one point there was maybe also an email sent out to people just generally interested in it, but either way, I, I reached out and I applied. Um, and after seeing kind of what the team what teams in the past had did and what I'd be working on, I eventually uh, I applied and and joined when uh, when I was able to. What was the MIT item 2019 team project about? I know I was part of the team too, but I'll let you talk about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so our team was uh, we focused on neutrophils and their chemotactic movement towards different stimuli, and we were trying to engineer a programmable system of neutrophils that you could direct to a certain area by taking advantage of this natural process. The main engineering component of our system were redesigned HET 293 hex cells that would secrete chemokines at different concentrations and different types in order to cause the neutrophils to swarm, um, as we called it, in uh, different patterns or different locations. So that was the more genetic side. And then physically, we worked on constructing several assays in order to measure their um, chemotactic abilities. Do you want to talk about like the moment in which we were talking about the idea and what it was like? <laughs> how, oh, how you and, yeah. and, and Miles? Yeah. Yeah, my, my twin, my, my brother, who's also on the team. Uh, I remember we were sitting in a room discussing ideas, having just some major brainstorm session. And all of a sudden, we, I forget how we came across it. But we were just like, what if we could get cells to follow other cells? And then my brother goes to a literal whiteboard with markers and he just draws like a circle. And then he draws like three other circles. And he draws arrows going to that circle. And he's just like, this, this is our project. And as rudimentary, it was literally on like Microsoft Paint was uh, the next second version. But if you were to look at our website, the uh, bio render graphic we have is just a, uh, a, a souped up version of that. So the project idea actually uh, stayed relatively true to uh, that initial uh, schematic we made. 
What was, was that like your most memorable experience as part of the Emory team? Or is there any other like memorable experiences that you have? What was like maybe the toughest point of time? You can talk about that too. The most memorable experience, I mean, um, presenting at the, at the Jamboree was, was, is, is always fun. But I got to say my most memorable experience has to be when we put that first, it got to be the first time lapse we recorded. I think I still have it saved on my laptop, but the first time lapse of the neutrophils and they, they were clear. You can see them moving. We had made this diagram about actin skeletons and all that. You can actually like see the elements. The, you couldn't see the actin, but you could see how the cell would protrude and then move first. And then the, the final, like our kind of hallmark um, video, which was the you know, we have a, a layer of the secreting cells on one and the uh, the moving cells on the other and just watching them slowly but surely move towards the right of the page was just, that was probably the biggest one was just actually seeing them, you know, at least somewhat, you know, do the, the schematic that we were just talking about. Toughest point in time was just that uh, timing was just... Um, with some internal issues like getting people together and like the fa- the faculty as well as just ordering things and the wait time for that for a good maybe two three weeks we we knew what we were doing but we couldn't actually get started on a lot of stuff and so the moment following that was very hectic as we all rushed to get all of our our work done but it eventually it worked out but just that waiting period was just all that all that anxiety of when are we going to actually be able to do this thing definitely remember that and i'm sure a lot of people will resonate with that statement especially wiki freeze in terms of like thinking back to when you first got interested in synthetic biology to now how do you think like iGEM has really shaped that experience what has your iGEM experience kind of provided you with um, in terms of like growth as a scientist or mm. in even interest in science so i'll start more on intellect uh, intellectually First and foremost, I learned formally what synthetic biology was and kind of confirmed my own um, like for the subject and wanting me to do it even more. I learned how synthetic biology could help the world and its various different applications. I also learned how to do a a research project. Um, I've been doing some in high school, but uh, the cool thing about iGEM is that we're essentially doing like a grad level research almost. Uh, in, a, in a team of mostly uh, first years and second years. And so actually doing that and seeing a modified timeline of what a grad project might be was really cool. And then ten, ten, in a more technical sense, I learned a lot about the synthetic biology and molecular biology techniques with wet lab, a, a little bit of computation, which I would be doing a lot more of, especially now with everything being virtual. So learning how to do SynBio in a modeling perspective is also pretty helpful. So what is the research that you're doing right now? Yeah, that's a great question. So first thing I'm doing, I actually just got a new uh, research with Professor Weiss. Uh, I'm doing some COVID modeling slash with us, constant kind of biology component to it. So that's what I've been working on. And I just actually started a MISTI, so a study abroad program here out of South Africa, where I'm actually going to be working on writing a report of the state of synthetic biology in Africa and South Africa specifically, and like demonstrating how the field can like improve life there. I just started that and I'm really excited about, about doing that. In, in terms of that experience, do you think iGEM inspired in any way, like that aspect besides like your interest in synthetic biology? 
Absolutely. Probably one of the first things we want to do is probably open up one of the uh, the notes or slides that I got in iGem where they gave the whole like sin bio golden breakdown just because, yeah, that, that really showed me that, you know, synthetic biology can be applied to much more than just the, uh, the health and medicine field, even though its application in that is also numerous in itself, but just the way it can apply to industry or environment and just there's so many ways it can be used and to be able to you know, learn about those and then actually apply them to, to, you know, another country's to another country is really uh, exciting to me. So I'm glad I, I have that knowledge in order to do that. What was your experience post iGEM like? How did skills and things you learned from the project transfer over to your current research, um, which you kind of already talked a bit about, mm-hmm. um, but you can also m- mention talking, talk about like mentoring the I- MIT iGEM 2020 team just all virtual and what that experience was like too yeah we'll say so yeah so last summer i was one of the mentors for the for the 2020 igem team and it was very interesting on the the other side of the the table so to speak actually you know giving advice and in some ways kind of informal lectures about synthetic biology you know they're uh they're doing their ideation and asking questions and actually knowing some, not all, but some of the some of the answers or some of the techniques. Combining iGEM with my now experience, so I also took the Syntax Biology Laboratory class like last spring, and so combining those two things, I really had this new understanding of essentially virtual iGEM. So I think that was a big help in uh, kind of organizing the team. And that was uh, that was also my first formal kind of teaching experience, which is something I always wanted to do. So that was really cool about just, yeah, being in that kind of mentor role to people in this field, because it also helps strengthen my own knowledge of it. You know, they say they say, um, if you can teach something, then then you really know it. So what do you then envision like the future of synthetic biology looking like? What are things that you think could be improved in the field now that you've like seen synthetic biology? Where do you want to push it? I'm going to use something that my professor described in, in class as something that he could foresee happening as the future that I also could foresee. So he described that you could theoretically write some code on your on your phone or your laptop, and then a program turns that into like an, a mathematical system, which then is transferred into like DNA parts, which are all which are magically all registered. That's something that is constantly needing to be improved. Just the, the more these parts and genes get organized into into a straight, you know, you can just put them in order and just make a functioning plasmid. Once that is like fully completed, you, you would literally be able to just drag and drop entire systems and then he describes you know with all these remote cloud labs and with robotic labs literally essentially having your plasmids both cloned and transfected into cells completely remotely and so within like a two-week period or a one to two week period from after clicking send you just have a, a a functioning new biological system that could literally do, you know, as much as your imagination and the research allows for. And that's, that's really cool to me, just the fact that we are and will be able to just make more and more complex systems, tackle some problems that biology is imagined to be able to fix, but we just haven't been able to tweak it in that way. But so the actual fine tuning, because that's another big thing, actually, in terms of what could be improved, always, you know, precision and just learning more, you know, a big part of iGEM is about characterization. And yeah, that is definitely one of the most important things, you know, because if we're going to, you know, compare some technology to building a house or a computer, then you have to fully know 
what every gene or genet- other genetic part does when you put it into a circuit. So I'm just imagining. So I can't imagine like being able to just like literally order a genetic circuit off the internet rather than have to go through all the cloning for like two <laughs> weeks and then be able to transfect my own bacteria at home, which would be great, which we can't do now. Which is, um, I mean, of course, safety regulations is my course, but do you want to talk about like any other things like relating to your hobbies, how like take a step back and think about like your journey to iGEM now and where you are now, even though everything's virtual and like, how, what would you say about like that kind of like overarching experience to current and prospective iGEMers and iGEM alum out there? Like mm-hmm. how, like how to keep iGEM in the back of your mind um, in terms of like now that you've like gone through it, but then how it like maybe comes forward every once in a while and really shapes your experience. I mean, I like said, iGEM was, if I look through it, it was just a crash course in research and being a first year, you know, summer, having that as essentially my first job or first research opportunity, just, it just reached every area. You know, we had to, we had to come up with the idea yourself, which you rarely have to do. You know, usually it's an assignment, you know, or you, you branch off of another thing, but actually coming up with a, um, an original idea is new. We, there was so no, we didn't have to write grants, but we had to fundraise a little bit. And so that prepares you for grad school. Um, we had to present to people who knew much more than us, like weekly or biweekly. And so your presentation skills go up. We met with the communications lab. So, you know, learning how to make, you know, what we wouldn't formally do until our junior and senior years about, you know, making formal PowerPoints and presentations. Uh, got experience with that. As I said earlier, the the physical technical skills have uh, helped me get uh, future um, researching jobs. And so just every now and again, just I'll, I'll realize that I know something or I, uh, I have experience with something and it comes back to, to that summer. And beyond what I personally got from it, it's just it's just a great opportunity to to really um, explore what I see as a a new and very much still growing field that I think will have a lot of play in STEM and just the greater world as time goes forward. And so to be able to immerse in that for a summer, collab with people that most of which I'd say I actually didn't know beforehand. That was all. So, you know, good collaboration experience, a fun time, definitely made some, made some new friends, but yeah, it was just a really nice experience and I'm glad that I was able to, to have it. Any like final words? You do you want to talk about the Wendy five for fives or Wendy's five for five? Uh, the idea was that uh, we had a running meme competition uh, where weekly everyone would uh, make simple Photoshop memes based on whatever happened that week at IGEM, and uh, the winner would get a uh, Wendy's four for four was like the big thing like during then. The like, four for fours. The four for four is like the big thing. So the idea was that whoever won the meme competition would get a, a free four for four. Uh, and so that was always a fun thing. But broadening that work-life balance as well is always important in the workplace as well as, you know, away from it. You know, we went to relax. We had a lot of, there's a lot of fun out, um, outings we did either as a group or in smaller groups. I remember just walking around with some friends in Boston, joking around, playing some games on some of the more slower days just having fun conversations, even about synthetic biology, just, we just imagined completely new systems that we knew weren't feasible, such as the legendary uh, spray on cells or uh, 
meats that uh, cooks itself um, straight from out of the culture dish. So even just talking about the biology, sometimes we have some fun conversations. And uh, and a lot of those were actually with like the postdocs and the professors. So also also seeing kind of faculty and grad students in a non-academic life was also pretty cool to me because as a first year, it is kind of scary speaking to people who ha- are like years ahead of you academically, but seeing that they're nice and they're fun and very helpful is, all, is uh, a really cool thing. So I encourage you all, I encourage everyone to uh, reach out to reach out to faculty, reach out to grad students if you are doing research, if you're having a job, because I will say they are real people and, uh, and you, can get a lot of, uh, you can get a lot of cool things from them. For any people considering iGEM, uh, like I said I highly recommend the program. And for any of you who did do it, I hope you all had similar experiences because for me, it was very, very influential in, in my life. And I, I enjoyed it a lot.